0: Hello everyone, welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony. Free, free, free. Welcome to another episode of Free Reverie. I'm your host, B, and we have a different sort of um, communication with someone else today uh, because she actually has another podcast of her own, and would you like to describe what it is?
1: Sure, yes. Uh, My name is Shelly Johnson, and my girlfriend Mary and I have a podcast called The Latter Day Lesbian. It's basically a podcast about my life um, being born and raised Mormon and getting married young and having seven kids because that's what I thought God wanted me to do because that's what I was told. And then leaving the church, coming out of the closet as a lesbian, uh, getting divorced, and now trying to figure out my life and tackling a lot of the damage from the cult that I was raised in. So that's it in a nutshell. Pretty much, you guys, she explains literally everything in her podcast, so I don't
0: want to get too into it, Um, but just a brief description as you came uh, about coming up with your, um, the name to your podcast. I know it was Mary's idea from listening to your podcast.
1: Yeah, Mary's brilliant. Um, (laughs) It's funny, she was never Mormon. I was the one who was Mormon, um, but Mormons also go by the name The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and they're called Latter-day Saints. Uh, You might have heard LDS is short for Latter-day Saint, and so Latter-day Lesbian just was something that popped into Mary's head, and we thought, you know what, that's perfect. It says exactly what it is, and um, it's kind of catchy and so we went with it although it did piss off a bunch of mormons that we use the name latter day lesbian who cares i know they who get all...
0: who cares right who cares? <laughs> my um what's crazy is um my grandparents who aren't really my grandparents they're my little sisters because she's my half sister but anyways um they happen to be mormons and yeah. uh, <clears throat> but see they're not yeah they do like uh go to different places and they help or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and emails and stuff. It was weird at first uh, mm-hmm. when they referenced themselves as sister and brother. I was like, what? Your grandpa? Yeah. You know, growing up, I was like, why are you, what? <laughs> so, and then I learned, <laughs> <Yep>. uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get it. Because what uh, religion, it gets me, is um, you reference yourself as a sister and brother, however, yeah. in God in God's eyes, it's wrong. To marry your sister. And brother. Like, it doesn't yeah. get like make any sense to me. I'm like, but isn't that a sin in itself that when we marry or have relations with one another? But then you're like, oh, but we're all brothers, and sisters in God's eyes. What? Yeah,
1: like brothers and sisters in God's eyes, brothers and sisters in the gospel. It's all just dumb. I never felt. I didn't like being called Sister DeWitt. That was my married name. Right. It just when people called me that, it felt like they were talking to my ex-husband's mom, you know, like like an old <laughs> person. So I never liked it. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it is. And to reference someone as sister when they're really not in your, you know, blood relative, nothing.
1: So, yeah. and I'm not yeah.
0: really religious by any means, but I was very uncomfortable going to church and, um, people kind of making me raise my hands. I'm like, why (laughs) what am i praising because what has (laughs) god done for me that's so good and then when i questioned what was the worst part about uh what the worst part was is i would go to these youth groups and i would be the one asking questions and because i would ask questions that weren't
1: um what they wanted to hear i was being like skipped Oh, yeah, that that got me. <coughs> I mean, I was a grown ass adult and, you know, 40 years old, and I started asking questions in my congregation and people didn't like it. They don't they don't like when you say, you know what, that teaching doesn't make a lot of sense to me because blah, blah, blah. It does not go over well with them. They just want everyone to listen and be brainwashed and agree with them. It's OK if you ask a question where the answer kind of goes along with what they're trying to teach but if you ask a question that is sort of not in the mainstream of what they're talking about it pisses them off and they you know they'll skirt around it uh, i got reported numerous times to my bishop who's like the leader of the congregation right and he finally told me i don't want you talking in church anymore like i was literally shut down for saying things like you know the way we're treating people doesn't seem like how Jesus treated people. I don't think it's good for us to be judging like that. And it pissed people off. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird I remember how people listening to be that. Christian. I remember
0: mm-hmm. listening to that episode. And I was like, you were literally told to shut up when yeah. they were just – they were." you said um, – I think you, you mentioned how you were sitting in a circle or something. Or you were being – people were asking questions. And when it came to your turn,
1: that's when you would ask a question and, and someone else had a problem with it. And I – Well, it was – yeah, it was um, – it's slightly different than that. Um, I can share it if you like. It's a great – it's a great story. Oh, that's was, fine. I, I'm sorry was, if I messed
0: it up. I just uh, – No, no, no. I mean it's I listen to so
1: many of your – No, I, I get it. Believe me, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, it was um, – I had turned 40 years old, and so in the in the Mormon church, they tell the women you are only supposed to have one set of earrings. So one one earring in each ear. That's it. Nothing else. Anything else goes against what God wants. They're very controlling of what you wear, what you do, how you think. Anyway, I turned 40, and I thought, man, you know what? I'm 40 years old, and I think nose rings are so pretty. I've always thought they were cool. I'm just going to get a nose ring. I don't think God cares about your piercings. I think that's crazy to think <laughs> that God would care. So I I did. I went and got my nose pierced for my 40th birthday, and then I went to church the next Sunday. And um, <clears throat> the lesson was on in, in Relief Society, which is – Uh, the women's group. So I'm sitting in the women's group and the lesson is on um, following the prophet, which is something that I had a big problem with as well. It seemed like the teachings were all about following the prophet. So a man and didn't really have much to do with God or Jesus. And the question was posed, uh, how have you followed the prophet and how has it blessed your life? And one lady raised her hand and said, well, I followed the prophet when uh, President Hinkley that was back in the 90s when he said that women should only have one piercing in each ear. I had two in each ear, and I immediately took the second pair out and I was blessed because my little sister saw this and she took her second piercings out too and I heard that and I was like what a bunch of shit really (laughs) do we we think that people like that God cares about your your piercings I mean there's there's religions where culturally culturally you're is you get a piercing in your nose like like hinduism and things of that sort anyway i raised my hand because i was very irritated at at the at the way that this was going you know they're talking about following a prophet by adhering to some weird dress standards like this is all you can do you have to dress this way and look this way i i didn't i wasn't happy about that and so i raised my hand and i said you know what um I turned 40, and I decided to get my nose pierced because I think it's really pretty, and I went last week to get it pierced, and the second that needle went into my nose, the spirit left my body completely. (laughs) And everyone spun around, looked at me like, what? And then I said, no, no, it didn't. Why are we judging people for a piercing? I was the same person before I got my nose pierced as I was three minutes later. Nothing changed. I'm still the same person. Why are we judging people for how they look? what they wear. We need to love. Jesus didn't judge people for what they wore and and what their piercings were. And he didn't do that. He loved everyone. We have to lift each other up, everyone. Why are we, why are we doing this? Uh, anyway, the conversation kept going around and around. And then church was over. And the very next day, I got an email from the my bishop, which is, again, the leader of the congregation. And he said, I need you to come into my office um, and talk. And I was like, all right. So I went in And he said, uh, yeah, we got – I got a report, some complaints from Relief Society. Some of the sisters in the ward uh, said that you – the comment that you made brought in a very dark feeling and a dark spirit into the room um, and that it was just a dark feeling after you spoke. And I don't want you talking anymore in church because you're bringing a bad spirit in. (laughs) I'm like, <laughs> spirit. Are, you, are you kidding me like i was basically oh no are the you the devil people. now i know the funny thing is is <laughs> i was i was like saying and i'm not saying i'm like jesus at all but what i'm saying is like i was saying things that jesus would say i was like we shouldn't judge people for how they look we mm-hmm. should just love everyone that's what i was saying and i was pointing out that jesus didn't judge people he loved everyone that was what i was saying and that my ass got called out because I went against what they were talking about because they were talking about we follow the prophet. We don't get multiple piercings. We don't get tattoos. We don't, we don't, we don't. It's such shit. It really is. I think religion in general is just so controlling and damaging. It was for me at least. So, yeah, that was the story you were thinking about, I think. So. Yes,
0: it was. Um, and it, what's funny is um, when you bring up the point of don't judge for how people look, I actually worked at a church at the nursery po- part. I, um, Uh I specifically chose a position where I didn't have to speak the word because I just, I didn't believe it. I took care of kids. Well, like I said, my parents uh, own a bar. And so I just had recently got, um, my bartender's license and I was involved in a relationship. Um, and I've mentioned in my podcast, it happened to be a relationship that I was physically abused. However, this was beforehand. Um, he did have tattoos on parts nice. of his face and his arms. And I was... I looked past that. Um, but when yeah. I brought him to church, he wasn't allowed to sit in the area. So I had him sit in the room that I was in um, while I just kind of watched kids. And then we left. Went back the next week just by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was fired. Wow. And they told me that it was... Um, because I got my bartender's license.
1: That's so lame. <laughs> and my mom
0: my mom's response was, So if a stripper went into <laughs> the church, she wouldn't be allowed. Your outside life should have no effect as to what 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 you do. And um yeah. I knew what it was. It was because the person that wanted my job mm-hmm. happened to be related to the person that hired me. Oh well there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, and have to they make it, a lame makes, excuse.
0: Oh. Yeah. And then the, I know it was also because of my boyfriend, but at, at the time, but at the same time, I was like, you're judging, first off. And I could have pointed uh-huh. out, I was like, your Taurus was a teacher of mine in the fifth grade, and he was, what was it, pulled over for uh, smoking weed or something like that? Like, he, uh-huh. yeah, and you're going to judge me?
1: Yeah. Churches are just full of judgmental people. I don't, you know, and I, I don't know how that happens, because I think with religion if you go down to the very basics of it it's supposed to be love everyone right i mean i think every religion has that in there um you know jesus said love everyone buddha everything was like love every, uh, even in the quran it's like love everything is love based but for some reason when people try to start preaching that that part of the religion it just spreads into judgment it's like they can't just keep it at love it becomes well, I'll love you if you look like this, or I love you if you act like that. Well, now, no, I'm better than you because I'm more obedient, and it just becomes this race of climbing the ladder of who's more obedient to whatever the religion is. And it's like you guys have lost the whole love thing. It's gone. Yeah. I can't think of any religion off the top of my head at all that hasn't somehow spiraled into this judgment and ridiculousness. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was told, um, because I'm not religious, I was told that, um, I should read the book. And I said, why I told them, I said, I have learned right from wrong without reading that damn book. And (laughs) I, I I literally have. And I also told them, I said, how did you think the government came here to be? And they were like, what? I said, you do realize we created that. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, okay. And I said, you do realize that they wanted more order, right? So then they created this supposed religion and mm-hmm. um, it was to create societal order. So you follow yep. something and you don't allow yourself to expand your mind to learn the, what is unknown. And right. uh, so it really opened my eyes a little bit more as I got into college. I took this theory class and I was like, I was more into believing I was like mm-hmm. into this unknown stuff and uh, I was looked at as weird and to some students because they were religious and I was like, you know what, you know, F you, you know, type thing. Yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't judge you for the way that you believe, but don't, uh, come at me because I'm telling the truth about certain something because the book, the supposed book that everyone follows it has been interpreted what several times, and there are only oh, yeah. three books out there that are the quote true book, mm-hmm. and they're in Braille or something like that
1: yeah, and by the way all all the writers of the Bible of the new testament they they were written years after Jesus died. they're just recording like their memories or what they heard somebody said Jesus yeah. said, so we don't even know how accurate that is, and they're the just thing stories. Is- yeah, if you go exactly by what Jesus said, none of the none of the Christian religions these days even work that way. It, it becomes judgment and and power and control. And Jesus wasn't like that at all. If if Jesus was even a real person, I don't even know. I'm I'm not religious anymore anyway. But even going off of what they claim to follow, it's like what the hell? How are you? How do you, how do you claim to follow this Jesus guy? For for example, there's the whole. I know in Mormonism um, and a lot of Christian religions, they say that being gay is a sin, and it's going it, to bring about the end of the world, and it's like the worst sin. Now that they're right. accepting gay marriage, it's, it's, the end of the world is right around the corner because it's that bad. Well, if it really was that bad, you would think that Jesus would have said something about it. Am I right? I mean he didn't say shit about anybody being gay. Uh-uh. He he pre- he taught about don't judge people, don't kill people, don't steal. Don't you'd think he'd have been like, oh yeah, and by the way, the gay people are gonna ruin the world, so stop it, stop them now. Like he <laughs> who knows? Said, Jesus them.
0: probably was gay and
1: under... he probably was. <laughs> he, probably... I mean, he wore rope and sandals <laughs> and it's <was> very quiet, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I, And I bet his beard was like like groomed as shit. I bet it was sexy. I bet it was like trimmed. I mean, he probably <laughs> was gay. <laughs> so anyway, it, it blows my mind when people are like, the gay people are out to destroy the world, and they're 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 so they're such sinners. They're trying to destroy the traditional family. Like, what the fuck? If it if it really is going to destroy the world, you would think Jesus would have given us a you know a couple verses on it? And he didn't. So or some and type there, of power.
0: And, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you were a guy who happened
1: to be gay, what are you going to shoot out acid? you're gonna destroy the yeah. world yeah like like and that's funny because people are like well you can't procreate I'm like yeah i can i had seven damn kids and i can still be gay like don't act like oh if you're if you're what are sperm banks for then? i know it's so stupid it's so <laughs> i know it's it's pretty They're much just for straight ever. women now come on <laughs> that's it that's exactly it i know it's 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 really irritating because I know my family believes all this and it makes me crazy. I'm like, I know guys, fucking wake up. Are you serious?
0: I, um, I actually had this conversation with my mom because my parents, like I said, we didn't go to church or anything, but I asked mm-hmm. my parents, um, do you guys believe? And they're like, yes, we do. So then I asked my mom personally, I said, so would you have a problem if my brother, cause at the, my brother's very shy and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, this before he had a girlfriend, um, but I said, "Would you have a problem if he happened to be gay?" She said, "Watch your mouth. That is not happening." She said, "I would rather you or your sisters become, less I would be more comfortable with you guys actually having a woman than your brother being gay." I said, "That doesn't make any sense." It doesn't. Make that doesn't any make any sense. sense. I was like, "What? You don't like it from behind?" <laughs> <laughs> I would just throw it out. She was like, I don't want to hear this. Because in the, oh, since we were at oh, the bar, cute. I was, I started, we, there was a conversation and this guy ended up get his nipples pierced. And, oh my God, that she, <laughs> I don't get it. And I told her, I was like, pay no gain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. was just
1: going on and on. And the thing is, it's like, they don't have to get it. Why, why should I let you know i don't tell heterosexuals oh my gosh heterosexual sucks heterosexual sex is disgusting to me oh it makes me want to throw up like i don't i would never say that so why do heterosexual people think that they are okay with telling gay people oh it's so disgusting like what the, what the why are you concerned what, with what i do well what's i think funny. penises are gross you know whatever like it's but I don't go telling the heterosexual people I can't believe you have heterosexual sex. That's so disgusting. Because it was what you were told.
0: But at no, the exactly. same at the same time, like you have these preachers that are getting caught doing the dirty. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, oh my true. goodness. It's <laughs> just where do we go from here?
1: And, and, I don't know.
0: And, and like My boyfriend is very, very blunt and honest. So we've actually had this conversation before that um, every woman out there can't tell me that you don't get turned on by watching porn of two lesbians. You (laughs) can't. And -hmm. every guy out there can't tell me you don't get off with two men because it's not about the two men doing it. Mm -hmm. It's just the act itself. So like, yeah, (laughs) you just can't. You can't tell me that. Um, People Mm -hmm. will deny, 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 but my boyfriend was like, sure, uh, I could have sex with a guy as long as I'm the one giving, I ain't receiving. I said, (laughs) well, then that's your choice. You better find find some guy willing
1: to do that then. Give people choices. I don't see... Why especially religious institutions feel like they need to tell people how to um, live their life, how to live, you know, actually in the 1980s in in the Mormon church, the prophet came out and said um, that when people go in for their temple interviews, which is uh, you go in and you talk to your bishop and they ask you certain questions to make sure you're worthy to go to the temple. Um, they came out and said that oral sex between a man, a husband and wife was not OK. <laughs> And it's like, wait, <laughs> seriously, you're going to jump in on that? Hey, why are you thinking? Why are you? Have so you even focused? tried it? <laughs> well, it's the thing. like, wait a second. I mean, why would that be someone's focus? And why would that determine your worthiness as a human being to go into a temple, which is like to be able to commune with God or whatever the hell they think goes on in there? God wants um,
0: you to do
1: it. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why get your get your hands into so much? Stuff like just leave, let people be, let them be nice people. And the thing was, it it was like they were saying that even between a husband and a wife, this was not okay. Like, are you serious? Too as long as the
0: act isn't displayed in public,
1: no, I, I honestly
0: I... don't have a problem with it. Like to me, I grew up with public display is not an an option. And mm-hmm. so I was told that my boyfriend in high school um that we were, you know. I was kissing every now and again it was just too much. I said, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, he gives me a peck. We're not here making out or anything like that. <laughs> and then, you know, joking around, people were like, oh, well, I don't. We actually were on a field trip, and we saw two guys kissing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, my whole class had a problem with it. And I just was like, I was, you know, I had no mind. Like, I wasn't paying attention because it's like, yeah. so. Like, I've, I've had this mindset this entire time, but it's like growing up it was very hard to tell people to say it doesn't matter like you were you were judged to be different to think differently and so now with the times changing do you feel like it's getting harder to come out or is it getting easier
1: um I would say it's easier. I I am glad that I didn't have to come out back in the 80s. I wasn't aware of my sexuality then. I for sure was always gay, oh, but who being... knows what would have happened to you back then? Oh my. Well, to be I honest, mean, it would have been horrible because I would I was raised in the era of where um if you're gay and you're Mormon, you go to um like therapy to try to make you straight. And it's so effed up, and it just—I mean, it just fucks with you bad, because you feel like you're a sinner, and God has cursed you with this, or it's just all in your head. I mean, there's just no no respect given there at all. Um, and nowadays, you know, there's a lot of mill- millennials in the Mormon religion that are a lot more open-minded to social causes. Right. It, there's there tends to be a softer stance there. But um, in the Mormon church now, they don't say that if you are gay, you're an apostate anymore. And being an apostate means that you're going to hell, like that's as bad as it gets. You are going to hell. But that was the belief just a few short years ago. And now they're saying, well, you're not an apostate, um, but it's still a sin. So they're still saying you're a sinner if you're gay. Uh, And they say, so in Mormonism, the only way you can be saved, like – be go to heaven with your family is if you follow the mormon way which is you get baptized uh, you get married in the temple like blah 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 all these things well they don't let gay people do that so they're saying oh yeah we love you we accept you we you know blah 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 we'll be nice to you oh but not if you are gay and in a gay relationship and you're not gonna get saved. You're not gonna be in heaven with your family, but oh, we love you. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like the Mormon church is being nicer about it, but the teachings are still you will not go to heaven with your family. So I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't I don't I don't need your bullshit niceness because all the nicest in the world doesn't make up for you thinking that I am unworthy for what you think you're worthy of. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of like um, TV shows that are really exposing this issue. Um, yeah. Like the American horror story. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. watched that Sarah Pulse. And there's the, that one, Oh, which one of it? I think it was season two or whatnot. She goes into this pretty much like this crazy house and mm-hmm. she happens to be a lesbian. And um, when they find out, Ooh, she gets put in this room, and she's watching pretty much men. Mm. You know, you know, she has to play with herself while yeah. looking at dick, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so she had a problem with that. What's funny is she's actually a lesbian in real life, and so I don't <laughs> know how, she, like, mindset wise, <laughs> I don't know. She was like uh, very disgusted during the scene, or what? But she pulled it off really well. Um I very very Yeah. Well she's an amazing actress. Props. Piss Sarah props. Um yeah, pretty much. And then there's the show being Mary Jane, uh Gabrielle Union. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh there was a stance where the the character who is gay, he was hiding himself away while at at work. Well Mm -hmm. in his personal life he actually was caught and then it was brought to work and it was an issue. Um Yeah, but he wasn't going to get fired or anything. The network that he was working at uh, in the show was changing everything so that way, like, his serious job that he had turned into, like, this love for gay and stuff. And he was like, I don't want to do this. This wasn't what I want to do. I want serious news. I'm not going to have news for gays just because I'm gay. Like, that's that's not fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't (coughs) put me in a corner because of my sexuality on either side of it, you know, let me yeah. do what it is that I want to do. You now I get I it. I don't
0: feel like people have to hide themselves anymore. I feel yeah. like it's, it, it is easy to come out now, but you shouldn't. That's why I don't get the news with people being bullied and stuff for their sexuality. I just don't get it because who cares? It's not affecting
1: you in any way. Well, people, um, I mean, there's still, you know, for example, I was taught that it was wrong and I was taught that it was gross and, and had I never left the Mormon Church, I would be teaching my kids that it's wrong and that it's gross. And I actually did teach them that—not that it was gross, but I taught them that it was wrong back when I was still a brainwashed Mormon. So I would have very well carried on that tradition. And and that's that's the thing. That's how it happens: is people teach their kids hate, yeah. and uh, the kids they they believe their parents, and some break free of it, and some don't. And that's why you will. Continued. I mean, I think it'll get less and less, but there will always, unfortunately, I think, be people who are homophobic. Just like there's still people who are racist. Um, mm-hmm. and you you think that by this day and age it would have gone away, but no, 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 no. no. I,
0: my son is mixed, and he's part black, and I get looked at as if it's I'm, yeah, because I'm white, and I right. get looked at as like this isn't your kid.
1: Yeah, some stigma, and, you know?
0: yeah and I get looked at if I'm like with my boyfriend at the store I'm like get mm-hmm. over yourself Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> the funny thing is about this situation is that yes I'm white he's black and you have a problem with that yet you'll praise a beautifully mixed individual and say that mm-hmm. she's gorgeous or he's fantastically you know whatever his body's amazing his skin how do you think they were
1: I know exactly. I know. Yeah, no, you're right. I remember my dad. Um, because when I was in high school and my first couple years of college, um, I had a couple of um African American, black, whatever, um, boyfriends. I actually, I had a very serious boyfriend, Pete, that we would have gotten married. He was pretty amazing. This was when I was like in my um rebellion from Mormonism stage. Uh, anyway, he, my dad, had a problem with it that I was dating. Pete, who is black he's actually black and native american but he you know he looks black um and my dad was saying you know this isn't a good idea you would never want to marry him because if you have kids then they will be half breeds which is offensive to say they will be half breeds and the white people aren't going to want them and the black people aren't going to want them so what are they going to do they don't belong anywhere like, what a shitty way to think about a human being that just because they are mixed, that neither side is going to want them? <laughs> what? Like, wow, are we uh... in, like, the 1930s? What the hell? But he thought that, and, and I don't know. I'm guessing he still thinks that. I mean, it's not it's not a conversation I care to have with him. Right. Um, but th- it's just this this racism. And the thing is that my dad is a really nice guy. Like, he would never be mean to anyone of a different race, but he still has those beliefs within him and that can get passed down to the next generation and the next generation after that. It's unfortunate.
0: Very. Yeah, it really is. But, and I, I kind of feel sorry for those that do feel a certain way about like the times and they're trying to keep it going because I feel like there's going to be a time where everything is going to be quite normal. I don't, however, agree with all of these, like, different... You're either... To me, you're either straight or you're gay. And I I, I mean, I don't really care. But with mm-hmm. these videos and stuff coming out with... I don't get the different letters that they're throwing out. Like, I represent as this or I don't identify as this mm-hmm. um, personally just because... Uh, I'm not saying you identify male or female. I just... Sure. Who
1: cares? Right. Well, it's... it's uh, You know, and I've had to learn a lot after coming out of the closet, and especially with starting the podcast and and getting out and meeting more and more people. Um, It was hard for me to understand, like, uh, a trans man or a trans woman. So someone who... If you're a man and then you transform into a woman, you're a trans woman. So you're born a man. man. um, And then yeah. you... You present as a woman. It didn't make sense to me until I, had, I made a couple of friends who were trans women, actually, and to hear their stories, um, it, ch- it changed the way, I, the way I saw things because, for example, this one friend of mine, she was born as male, and she was telling me her experiences. She, she said, I remember when I was a child, and I always felt uncomfortable, like I just wasn't quite right. And I, there was one day I was maybe six or seven years old and I found a pair of my mom's pantyhose and I just thought, I'm going to put them on. She, and she she says, I put them on. This is when she was a boy. I put them on and instantly I felt bold and I felt brave and I felt right and the world made sense to me. And it seems like such a bizarre thing, but I get it because that's, the way I felt when I was a kid, I was a tomboy, and that's not to say that all tomboys are gay or trans or whatever, I'm not right. saying that, but no. I, I felt like when I was dressed like a girl, like I had to go to church and I had to wear a dress and, and the heels and all that shit, I hated it, I hated myself it felt like I was wearing someone else's clothes exactly. and, then when I, yeah, and then when I would get home from church and I'd throw on some shorts and a tank top or whatever it would be like I felt powerful again I felt like myself so I was starting to relate with These people who are born male and but feel like I'm a woman, I am a woman, a woman, a woman. And you know, whether or not that happens because you're born that way or because some trauma or whatever, I don't know. And you know what? I don't care what, whatever you feel like you need to be or do to feel like you can get through this life. I'm not going to tell you, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, life is hard enough as it is. And if you're having to suppress who you are and be someone else, it just, it just sucks. That's why there's such a high, um, suicide rate in the transgender community, in the gay community, because oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Pretending to be someone you're not, it just sucks your soul. It, it, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't imagine now that you kind of go through. I didn't really think of it like that um so yeah. i I may not understand it completely, but I respect it. Let's just say that much right. like I yes. respect That's your awesome. decision and all that um, and I'm not judgmental um my judgmental. son's dad was the first guy black guy that I've ever dated um and mm-hmm. so now with my boyfriend now he's educating me on pretty much history because history to me has it's just whatever it's in the past it is what it is you can't change it the history that we need to be focused on is the history we're making now i've always said that like anyone that i date i don't care who you were back then i care -hmm. for who you are right now to me personally so and and i just want people to know that um but i totally get it now that you kind of went through it because i feel more confident without putting a bunch of makeup on i've never felt comfortable with like my senior photos they slapped on so much makeup i can feel like it caked on and i was very uncomfortable in my photos but i was just Mm -hmm. like let's just get this over with and then i can go home and take this off i've always Mm -hmm. just been more of not really a tomboy but just more of a relaxed yeah because the presentation was everything growing up and so i've I stopped wearing makeup for the longest time now. And so anytime I do decide I'm like, oh, I'm going to put mascara on, I can't get my eyes to stop watering.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't do makeup. Uh,
0: No, I just feel different.
1: Yeah, imagine then if the requirement for you as a human being, who you are, you have to, before you leave the house, you have to put on a dress and heels and all of the makeup you have to do that Ugh, and if you, so and if, you were, if you were to leave the house in some jeans and a pair of vans and a hoodie and no makeup people would look at you and point and make fun of you you know what I mean so and it's it's like you would be stuck having to be who you don't want to be because that's what society is is expecting of you mm-hmm. so when I so when I meet these like trans people or gay people or whatever and they're trying to look away for society so they didn't get made fun of or whatever it's torture for them it'd be like if you had to leave the house wearing like a prom dress and caked on makeup every day of your life and feel like this is not me you know what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah,
0: i i I get it yeah I, i really get it and i feel like i am out of my family i'm the one that really accepts pretty much anybody it's awesome. Like for me, I remember my sister, when she first dated a Mexican, my dad was like, no, no, no. And I'm like, why? Why? You know, whatever. So <laughs> it is what it is. Like to me, yeah. I, it's not about skin color or anything. It's just personality. What, what do you have to offer for me to grow?
1: Right. Right. You know? And I found in my life, the more I make associations and friendships with people that are actually nothing like me the more that I learn and actually come to realize that they are like me. Everyone has something in common with someone else. Even, Mm -hmm. um, I I still have things in common with my very strict Mormon family. We still have some, you know, core sort of family beliefs that line up. Um, but I'm finding that I have so much in common with, with people who are kind of on the margins that, that don't get a lot of respect, like the trans community and, and, it just – I've realized that I just don't know everything. You know what I mean? And then the more I get to know other people, it's like – it doesn't how do I put this? For me, to love someone is to try to understand them. Uh-huh. So like when my family tells me they love me, I don't necessarily believe that anymore because they don't try to understand who I am now. They needed me to be goody-two-shoes Mormon Sister DeWitt, right? And now that that's not me, that I am – totally out of the closet, living with my girlfriend, doing this podcast, they they don't ask questions. They don't want to know me. So don't tell me you love me when you don't know a damn thing about me. You don't even ask any questions. You don't even try. Right. Um, so I think the more that we can ask people questions, I, I know that when someone asks me questions about my life, I, I'll talk about my life all day, you know, and that's because I feel like they're interested in me. And so then when I ask someone else questions, you would be surprised at how many people are very comfortable talking to you, like gay people, trans people, bisexual, whatever. They like to be asked, what makes you tick? Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. Oh. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> it's starting okay, to rain here, it. so it's just, it It went out for a second. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, we're back. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, and I totally get it, um, making you tick. However, I want everyone to understand: just because someone is gay or bi or whatever, doesn't mean every conversation they want to have it has to be about what their decision was. Like, oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that would get very tired. Oh, for sure. Like real fast. Like it's mm-hmm. just like me. Why? Like, like my mom makes uh, certain uh, jokes, and it. I'm like I let it go but it irritates me because it's always like um you had to be different mm, mhm mhm like in a joking manner or um there was a conversation of like chocolate and
1: she goes we already know you like your chocolate <laughs> And then you're like, really? Can, can't we just talk about something else <coughs> now? I, I get I was it. Like, I like, yeah,
0: it. the chocolate stick. <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, mom, you started it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll keep going. But uh-huh. maybe um, with your family, maybe they do love you, but they love you for who you were, not That's for who you ex- are now. That's exactly. exactly what I feel. I feel like they're saying I love you, but they, they love their um, – it's like um, – was it a mirror image like the police uh mirror where they only uh, see like one you way yeah. yeah see yeah. you as for who you were but then you're like looking at them I'm like this is who
1: I am now but you're the only one that sees it yeah and the sad thing too is that my family does love who I was you know yeah they don't love who I am now but in order for me to make them happy and to really love me I would have to go back to being that person that I was. And I was miserable. So you have to go back to being unhappy. How is that living? I'm not going to do that. I refuse to make myself miserable in order to make someone else happy. I'm not going to do it. Life is too short. I did that for 40 fucking years. I'm not doing it anymore. And guess what? I am being myself and I'm happy. And aside from my family, everyone around me is happy too. Like my new friends. It's, it's, it's okay, I, you can be yourself and still bring happiness to the world. The people who are not gonna love you because you are being yourself fuck 'em you know they 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 can get over themselves they can stay in their their little their little box with their little small minded thinking and their little small minded friends and just stay there. you know if you they could be out part of that box. movie
0: that was downsized no, <laughs> <No, no.
1: laughs>
0: yes yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. put yeah, 'em in the that. bubble.
1: <laughs> totally. You know,
0: get out of mine
1: mm-hmm. you know, type
0: thing. Um and I I've, I've stressed, you know, sometimes you just have to get rid of those that are always gonna bring you down. Yeah. Um I just actually saw this meme, um, mm-hmm. I believe it was today, and it said you take a piece of fruit that is going bad and you place it by uh, a fruit that's really good, do you know what's gonna happen? And then it said, Um, what ever's affecting the the bad fruit's going to go on to the good. So you you obviously yeah. don't want to be around those that um affect you in a negative way. Yeah.
1: And absolutely. it was like that really
0: hit home and I was like just the visual itself. Yeah. 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 It's
1: it's you don't want people in your life. I'm not saying, you know, cut your family out of your life, but for sure, for me I've had to learn to set boundaries, you know? I'm not going to share things with them that are special to me that they will just trash. I'm not going to do that. Um, and and I've also had to learn that I cannot expect them to give me what I need, which is unconditional love. I just can't expect that of them because they're incapable of it. So I can't expect to have a, a deep conversation about anything with my family. I just, I just can't. So they are the, you know, the, the people that I grew up with and that's basically it at this point. And I, they're your acquaintances now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I save, who I truly am and my deep feelings and my deep discussions with my friends who love me and actually care about me and love who I am now. And that's okay. You don't have to be best friends with your family. No one ever said you had to be, you know? Right. Right. Um, So with your podcast, um, Mm -hmm. you do
0: collaborate with Mary. Um, Yes. So are, how far is the podcast going to go for you? Oh, that's like great like, what is the stopping point? Because uh, eventually
1: it's going to get tiresome talking about it over and over and over, right? No, I get it. Um, we've definitely talked about this. Um, we're on episode 25 will be released uh, this weekend. And we've pretty much covered my coming out story and my leaving the religion story. But we've also realized that it's brought us down this path of feeling like we need to stand up for something And right now it is standing up for the kids in the Mormon church who are being abused, sexually abused. And we just kind of uncovered some of this stuff, and so we're talking about it. Um, I think between religion and sexuality, there's plenty to talk about. And also, you know, you've heard our podcast. Half the time we're just laughing and just bullshitting about stuff, Um, and people seem seem to enjoy that. I would love to see the podcast go – Like long term, Um, I think there will always be something to talk about when it comes to Mormonism because it's such a fucked up religion that it just is continually changing for better, for worse, for better, for worse. I have, um, let's see, 16 nieces and nephews who are being raised Mormon. Um, I won't be able to go to their temple weddings and stuff. So uh. as they start getting older, there's going to be stuff. There will always be stuff as long as all of my family is still Mormon. There's also talking about my kids. I've got fucking seven of them, you know, and, and kind of, I, cause I do talk about them, uh, in the podcast a lot. You know, Mary here hasn't really shared too much of her story yet so there's always something. Well that part and
0: maybe you can have you know you have people writing into you correct?
1: Yes. So yes.
0: maybe you can have um, a segment like mention if you guys have your story to tell uh, you know write into us and you can get a hold of that person and maybe you can actually have them on the podcast so that way it kind of draws up a little bit more of a conversation maybe in a different topic along that because you've already read their story so you can come up with right. another topic to kind of pre-plan for it and that way, it'll keep it going, because everyone's story is going to be different, and then maybe yeah. someone else can relate to their story, and mm-hmm. you could be the the individuals that are trying to make a change. Since you're try- yeah, you I want this it. to be long-term, I like to hear other people's story, And I that's why I love... I don't like um, to call it interviews, and I, I hate it. And sometimes I, I do write interview on my podcast, because it's mm-hmm. just simple to say that. But um, I like just saying that it's a conversation with someone else. Yeah. Like, I just... Um, spoke with someone, uh, her name is Tia McGrath, mm-hmm. and at age 19, she met Johnny Cash in person and sang with him, and oh, wow. also met That's June cool. Carter, and so I have connections now with someone mm-hmm. who is traveling, and now she's thinking about even performing at my parents' place, and also stuff because of me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can make a difference for my parents. Like, that almost made me tear up that day that she said that. She was like, we could come over and all that stuff because my parents' place is a small business, and it's hard for small business to make it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, if you could influence that way, and yeah. if you can also, you know it would be crazy, if you could actually have people have that be their coming out. That would be That awesome. would be, I like, that would be a tearjerker, yeah. like, Uh, Maybe you you do have YouTube, and I wouldn't want anyone to come out on YouTube, but maybe once they did come out on your podcast, maybe, (laughs) like, if you start traveling, you could be in that area and be like, this is the person that we spoke with. How is your life now since you have come out? Have a
1: follow-up story like Catfish. Oh yeah, that's a fa- that's fantastic. You know, yeah, like Catfish, how they call them and do like a yeah. Skype, Skype interview sort of thing at the exactly. end. That's a great idea. Yeah, because I do want this to keep going. Mary and I love what we do. It it takes up so much of our time, Um but we get hundreds of emails from listeners, and so many of these emails say, um, we, "I've been listening to your podcast, and I don't feel so alone anymore." And I tell you what, it feels like you're there. Yeah, having someone tell me that I have made them feel less alone—like that's all I need in the world—that makes yeah. me feel like, oh my god, because no one likes being lonely. I've been lonely before, and it's the most horrible feeling. So if we can just continue to help people feel less alone, I, I don't want to do anything else. You know, right? That's just, that's, I, I'm not, it's I'm not,
0: um, I'm not a lesbian, and I'm not Mormon. However, I do relate to being different, so that's yeah. why I listen to your podcast. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, what's funny is when I started listening to your guys' podcast, I'm sorry, I'm, I have got my allergies, so if listeners, guys, if you guys hear me <laughs> sniffing, I'm so sorry, I'm trying not to, so that's why I constantly, I'm trying to mute it for a second, uh-huh. but um,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but the first time I, I heard your guys' podcast, the cover, I, <laughs> I immediately thought that Mary was the one that had your voice, uh-huh. and Mary looked like <laughs> the girl from Big <laughs> Bang Theory. Yeah, <laughs> and so totally. when yeah, I saw your videos on Facebook, so I was like, oh my gosh, they have a Facebook page, and then I saw the video, I was like, wait, what? And I'm oh, like, wait, the voices don't match to the people I thought you guys were.
1: <laughs> You're not the only person who's thought that. Why? Why does? Why do I seem to have the I voice of I think just because I brumette, thought that like, she what? looked like the girl from Big Bang Theory, and she has a low <laughs> voice. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's hilarious.
0: (laughs) So, like, that, I just have to be upfront about that because, like, Mm -hmm. looking at your art now, I'm like, I still feel like she looks exactly like, I don't know why it is. I just think she looks like her.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, that is so great. And at
0: first, you look like the girl from Parks and Recreation. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I can see that. Yeah,
0: like, at first, that's what I saw, and I'm like, that's so funny
1: oh that is funny yeah
0: yeah so uh, i was so thrown off and i was just like how is that And so obviously you guys get that a lot
1: yep yep
0: <laughs> so how does mary yep. feel about
1: that oh she doesn't care she, she thinks it's funny too that people mix us up um we do get a lot of people saying that we have great radio voices so we we enjoy that you know what's funny about that is um I always had kind of like a deeper voice. I mean, you can hear me talking now, so it's deep, I think, for a a woman, and I was always very embarrassed by it because uh, even though I felt sort of boyish and and manly, like that to me was strength, uh, I was still embarrassed that I sounded like a man. I know this might not make any sense, but... Now that I'm completely out of the closet and just living my life, I'm like, dude, it is so fucking cool that I have a deep voice, and I'm using it on the podcast. And so is Mary using her deep voice on the podcast, and uh, I think it's great. And we're and we're actually, I'll throw this out there too. We've started a side podcast. We haven't promoted it yet. Uh, we're trying to get a few episodes together, but it's on the lookout. <laughs> on the lookout. It's called Sleepy Shorts, and it's us reading bedtime stories. It's for adults. For not not adult. Not like. R rated, but just boring stories to help you fall asleep. And um, (laughs) it's, you know, we've written some of our own short stories. We found some uh, online to read. Uh, We got the idea from a podcast that we listened to, which was that exact same thing and I was surprised at how well that worked to help me fall asleep. So anyway, Sleepy Shorts is the name of it and, you know, it's there's a few episodes out right now you can check it out, but it, we're de- definitely going to start pushing it a lot bigger over the next month or two. Um so just to give us something to do on the, on on the side, just do a few different routes of things and see what what we like to do. You know, as long as we're talking about what do we see uh for the future. So
0: I I have um I think that it'd be kind of funny if like someone did listen to that type of podcast and they had a dream and what that dream consisted of listening to you guys. Like, <laughs> did it create something else? Like just waking up, I just reaction. Yeah. Because I feel like certain things do affect your dreams. Cause I'm, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. I, I believe like there's something good, like in your body and you can heal, meditate. I do meditation and stuff like that. So for me yeah yeah i do believe that dreams can tell you something especially like about yourself so um because you guys i we actually had this podcast kind of planned a couple weeks ago and i told you i wasn't feeling well yeah and i really i I legitimately didn't feel well um monday that monday i uh i thought that it was just something bad that i ate or whatnot by tuesday my Mm -hmm. side started hurting Ooh. And by, at night, yeah, that was the day that was our, po- well, that Monday was yeah. our podcast. I just wasn't feeling yep. well. The next day, um, I, I fell asleep for about an hour and a half, woke up around midnight, and I couldn't walk very well. Apparently, I had an aggressive UTI, and it was already Ooh. in my kidneys. Ooh. I had infections in both, and, and kidneys, and yeah, yeah. So, I had to cancel. <laughs> I was in the yeah. process of moving and stuff, too, Ugh. so I had to, like, cancel a lot of my podcasts and stuff too Mm -hmm. I hate being a woman at times I really do because when it comes to like hygiene and stuff like I always I have to remember you know you have to clean yourself and all stuff Mm -hmm. and it just may have been one of those
1: days that I just fell asleep I didn't (coughs) out of the blue I've had uh I I would get UTIs a lot when I was pregnant um and they're just they're just brutal. It's just a shitty thing about being a woman. Yeah, it really <laughs> is.
0: Shitty. But the yeah. best part was they had well, the best part, they had to give me morphine. It was oh, that bad. Yeah. I've there never in my life had morphine and it you know, less than thirty did, seconds. It yeah, oh, it was it was feel? okay. Did, it uh, was okay. I felt relaxed, but they didn't realize like I was literally holding my body really tight because it hurts so bad to breathe along with walking and stuff. So yeah. when my body relaxed, all I can feel is my muscles. Oh, it, it still hurt, but wow. I was starting to feel really tired mm-hmm. and I was, and I still couldn't sleep. So from midnight, I got there around one cause I go to a different, um, if you listen to my podcast for the pregnancy episode, you'll understand why I have to go to another hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got out there around five in the morning and I had to go to work. Well, had to, I still went to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow. I went to work and I was kind of mumbling like a little bit. Yeah. They didn't realize that. I was like, yeah, but I've got these pain pills. They're like, Oh, you're going to share. I'm like, I don't know if I should be your dealer. You <laughs> <laughs> know these are mine. Yeah. And they're really good. <laughs> they make you feel really relaxed. But I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep hmm <laughs> but I just had to push yeah. through so it sucked trying to move which you guys I'm in my new place now So good. Yeah. Yeah. My son loves it Um, as I've explained to you off the podcast my son's loving the dishwasher <laughs>
1: Right, it's annoying and now he's trying to get out the door too Oh man oh, that God. age I'm telling you there's a reason that 18 month olds are cute because if they weren't cute, we'd just throw them in a dumpster because they're so annoying sometimes. You know, they're just always. Uh, he's got everything. attitude. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's terrible. I talk, I talk about my kids a lot on the podcast because they're always doing dumb shit. Um, And right now it's my eight year old that gets the most talked about because he's just wacky. He says the craziest things. And so, of course, I have to tell about it on the podcast and just. It just cracks me up. So there will always be material to talk about because by the time my youngest kid is like old enough to not be super wacky anymore, my oldest kids will be having their own kids. So then I'll tell stories about my my crazy grandkids. You know, there'll always be something. <laughs>
0: exactly. I always tell people, I'm like, my son's got a bubble butt. And I'll always say that because he does. And um, his girlfriend, the nine month old or whatnot, um, yep. mm-hmm. she doesn't have a butt. And so, I already know. I already know. I mean, her mama, I always say to him when I drop him off at daycare, I'm like, go to your mama. Mm-hmm. And
1: <laughs>
0: she was That's like, funny. Parker. Yeah. Yeah. So, eventually, I'll have good stories to tell. He, he actually, I picked him up um, yesterday, and the daycare had all the kids play with this uh, table outside that had water mm-hmm. in it, so that way they can play with toys. My son yeah. thought it was best, and he's the only kid out of this group of kids that thought that it was best to jump in the dang thing so I came oh, into the course. daycare with him with a diaper and pants on no socks no shoes no shirt mm-hmm. and I said <laughs> what, what happened now that's all I can think what happened now I'm like Parker Anthony and he's just going like laughing and then I'm like Parker Anthony and I'm like okay your smile you it did it okay I mm-hmm. I forgive you yep <laughs> But I'm like, you can't play this too long because mommy's going to grow a backbone eventually towards you. I'm going to
1: get tired of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm going to get tired of it. But for now, it's okay. I'm like, because I love you. But I, I do despise you for your eyelashes. Like, <laughs> I'm like I have to, why do boys always get
1: the best parts? Like, I don't understand All that. my boys... All of my boys has, have long eyelashes, and my girls just have, like, regular length eyelashes. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, that is.
0: I don't know either, because with the whole makeup thing, like, to me, mm-hmm. I, I noticed my eyelashes falling out because of how much mm-hmm. they were on. Yeah. I like the, Yeah, because it's it's so hard being a freaking woman. Like, you guys' expectations of trying to look good every day, I don't see how you guys can take on that makeup. I'm just saying, women out there, like, yeah. you guys, I give props to you guys if you guys actually know how to put on makeup. I'm still learning. I'm like, what do you do, a foundation? Like, I just, I don't know. I'm like, the three know. things I that to... I use, eyeshadow, eyeliner, and mascara. Now it's just mm-hmm. mascara. Like, just
1: give me that Yeah, you're, you're asking the wrong lesbian. I don't put any of that shit on my face I don't have time. I don't care. You're I'm like, I'm asking the wrong asking. lesbian. There is yeah. a group of lesbians specifically
0: I should be asking. <laughs> and <laughs> this, this is not the group. <laughs> oh, dang it, Mary. Oh, that's
1: funny. <laughs> you do. <too. laughs> oh, oh man. man. Oh, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> All right. So now... I'm going to kind of wrap this up with some fun questions, okay? Okay. So, besides a dog and a cat, what is your favorite four-legged creature and why?
1: Uh, Horses. I had, I grew up, um, you know, just until after the divorce, I had horses that I loved to ride. To me, they're my favorite because there's something about the power and the grace and the beauty of a horse that's just kind of unmatched, I think. And the fact that you can ride them and have that connection with an animal um is is beautiful for me.
0: Okay. All right. Without being too obvious with this next question. What is your favorite body part of the human
1: body and why? I love boobs. <laughs> I, just, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, come on, who doesn't? Everybody loves boobs. I just really and and to be specific, I like the underside of the boob. So there, that you probably didn't know really? that under boob. Oh. Under boob is my favorite. Really? Why <laughs> yeah. is that? I don't know. There's just the way it's shaped and they tend to be a little softer because they're not like they, they are sort of hidden under the boob. They don't get a lot of sunlight. So they don't sort of get like skin damage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're just sexy. I don't know. Oh, that's so funny. Um, because like for me in like films, unless it's necessary, like I don't, I personally don't want to see a film telling me that it's representing female empowerment just because, there's a whole bunch of women topless. Like, I just yeah, watched um, Foxy Brown's uh, Black Mama, White Mama. And, like, the mm-hmm. first half of the film is just people topless. And I'm like, what? what is the point of this yeah. p- portion? Like, you're just mm-hmm. putting it out there because guys want to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, if I want to see a woman topless, I want it to be related to something like yeah is it... like
1: there's a reason
0: yeah I'm like that would turn me on not yeah. and because my boyfriend half the time we were watching it and every scene that would come up he'd go ooh boobies and I'm like then go over there <laughs> I don't care uh, I just
1: don't
0: <coughs> he is so weird at times but <laughs> yeah so that is just my point with um the whole sex thing like it doesn't bother me that it's in films but it has to be related to what's going on like
1: yeah, is there a
0: build up there has to be a build up to that point not just like, right,
1: not just as gratuitous boom, boob There's shot. boobs, yeah. you know like, yeah. I'm like
0: okay if you're going to show me boobs are you going to show guys dick too
1: oh no one wants to see that
0: what <laughs> what there just talking... has to be some type of fairness
1: uh, you're talking to a lesbian here
0: I know <laughs> I I'm just saying like a sex scene I know. I get where it, it could I get it. yeah it could be like that would be okay but, mm-hmm. you know, it's always <laughs> boobs. I'm like, but if you're going to have boobs, you better choose good ones because these <laughs> small ass titties ain't doing anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, who <laughs> likes mosquito bites anyways? Like, what nope. type of porn is that? It's not. <laughs> People are like, oh, I want to grab it. I'm like, what? You're going to pinch it and that's it? Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out your magnifying glass.
0: Yeah, but I don't like them too big to me. Like, Absolutely. I don't like them too big my boyfriend always says I like yours because they're handfuls. I'm like, good for you. I didn't choose them, but okay, like they're just there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when I grew up, I didn't have anything, nothing. I loved padded bras because I would pretend I had something. Yeah, whatever. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and now I have them. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. they're too much. I don't like the padded stuff anymore. Um. Okay. So, what was the last thing you ate?
1: Oh, last thing I ate. Was a piece of bread. That's very boring, I know. But I took a nap and then I got up and I was starving and I had a piece of bread. And it's that's not, it. Nothing on it. Not butter. It's just very plain. Oh yeah. no. All not right. Much conversation there. Sorry. <laughs> I had veggie ravioli. Oh, that's that's. It nice. was actually
0: really good. It was really well, good. Not to yeah. make you hungry or anything, but yeah, because I'm vegetarian. I've been it for about a year. And so coming up with different stuff. Yeah. Because at the Zumba, it's free and uh, they always provide food at the end. That's like a healthy thing. Yeah. Yeah. So my son loves it. And he gets irritated because every time I try to get a bite in, he he goes, uh, uh, uh. I just, people are just laughing. I'm like, I don't get to eat. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> like I, I just gave it to you. How did you chow it down that fast?
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. If you could do anything or wish for anything that would come true, what would you wish for?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh I mean, obviously first choice is I wish for world peace and happiness. That's kind of a gimme. Um but I would love If I'm good, if I'm thinking selfishly, I would love to be able to just do the podcast and not have to worry about money so i could because like kind of live off of the
0: podcast just do yeah because
1: it. worrying about money because i have i have two other jobs that i do to make ends meet and um i would love to be able to for mary and i to support ourselves on just the podcast because we love to do it and we feel like we're making changes in the world with it yeah that, that would kick so much ass so that's and with all.
0: videos and stuff like that you would kill it Aww. you know, like to have like live videos and stuff like yeah. that like you you could have um you could do like little skits like just making awesome. fun of the fact like i think i would laugh pretty hard if you did this so, you get your other friends who are also, like, gay or lesbian and stuff, and you, mm-hmm. like, go to a building or whatever, and you guys are in a circle, and you guys pretend this is a cult. So, then you're kind of making fun <laughs> of whatever you talk about in your, your podcast, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of doing, this is what not to do. So, then you guys do it, or this is what we do, and you do show everything. You show everything. Oh, my oh gosh. My gosh. All of it. That yeah, would be so much fun. I bet you guys would have a blast.
1: Oh, just making would.
0: fun of it and then yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, pieces of everyone's life is in it oh that'd be so fun.
1: That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, so another idea.
1: So <laughs> I love your ideas. I'm writing them down. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I'm really good at coming with ideas. Yeah, you I'm are. just not good with like pursuing them. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't have time. I also have a full-time job yeah. as well as like, t- you know, my son yeah he's a handful it's not as much as seven kids but um we, we have discussed you know um your first kid's always going to be the most struggle or you know whatever so, Yeah. because yeah, yeah. it was very unexpected for me and i'm trying to make my my name known um myself so i'm doing like little things trying to, and hoping that because you're on my show i was hoping that mary would be on that too but um that you're on my show that i could kind of gain a little bit more followers so
1: yeah for sure we'll pimp your pod for you just um when we're done here let me know uh you know when this will be released and everything and we'll put something together
0: it'll probably be a couple weeks from now um i tend to try to put out podcasts i'm trying not to do too much when i first started this i was posting like every day and i'm like oh my god this is Mm -hmm. why everyone does once a week
1: yeah yeah, that's sustainable yeah
0: yeah and now like I try to do either one a week or two a week, depending on how busy I am. So, yeah, I will send you everything. Um, I tend to send everyone the... I do, like, a little Instagram thing. So Mm -hmm. um, you guys have your Instagram stuff as well? Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. Um, So if you just send me all the social links that you guys are connected to, I will also uh, send you all mine. And then I send you the little Instagram video that I create. That has a, um a little skit of like what we've talked about in it. Um oh, cool. so you can send me some photos of you guys so I could post those in there too. Um so I just I kinda do a lot of stuff on the side. But yeah, yeah it's hard. It's hard to do the podcasting. It literally podcasting is almost like a full time job.
1: Oh god. Because it you gotta promote, full-time. you
0: gotta edit. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not big enough yet to where my editing
1: needs to be that way. <laughs> yeah, you'll get you'll you'll get there, girl. You got to get there. I'm, and go, ho- I'm hoping it. so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I,
0: I do different stuff, and I don't always talk to people. I also have just me talking,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: yeah. But awesome. I wish I kind of wish I had something that I talked about, just like you, um, with being Mormon and all that stuff, like a legitimate topic. But to me, I'm all over the place.
1: So I also yeah. tell
0: people that that's what my podcast is. That's who I am. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I wouldn't want to change that, but it makes it a lot you, easier.
1: I think what you could do is you could think of a certain topic that you're it's kind of in your mind right now, and say, okay, we're going to do a series of of five podcasts in a row, and it's all about blah, whatever. You know, if if that if that would make it easier, sometimes to do like a series of five, three or five or whatever here and there, just so that it's a more of a focused thing from time to time. If that's helpful, and if it's not, yeah. then don't. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. actually um tried to do that with um this whole black exploitation which you guys that it, that it will happen this black exploitation mm-hmm. uh segment mm-hmm. and um Linwood Storm and I have all discussed of doing like a two part where we're mm-hmm. just talking and then we involve someone else the next cool. half or something like that. So it yeah, and sometimes um like the recording will also be on his podcast. And his YouTube Mm -hmm. as well as mine, just because we're collaborating. But, um, yeah, so I'm, like, in time, I'm getting better at uh, doing this stuff. So I hope you guys also enjoy it. Um, And I always say, if you have any suggestions, please let me know on how I can do better because... That's all it is. Like, I don't need criticisms where they're putting me down. I just need something to, like, oh, this is going to help. Just like what you said, right? Uh, of, like, separating because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And, um, Lynn Woodstorm has also suggested of doing a little bit more skit-like just to be a little bit more on track. Because when I first started off, yeah. I was just, like, all over mm-hmm. the place. I didn't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so now I'm, I'm, I'm doing what how I many, can. How many, ep- how many episodes do you have?
1: Uh, uh, 69. Cool. Cool. Great number, by the way. Um, (laughs) just, uh, just just saying. You would. I really
0: wish that that would have been your episode. (laughs) Oh, shit. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) What's another number that could be it?
1: I've I've always
0: thought about it.
1: Uh, that's that's the only one I want. <laughs> just kidding, I don't care. Put, put me on wherever. But <laughs> hmm, I wonder if like uh, the eight, funny.
0: like if you could do something with the eight.
1: Yeah, I think you could. I think you could. Whatever. Maybe. I don't know. With, with your podcast, just keep going. Keep. I think the more you do it, the the better you get at it. Um, the more you start to promote it. Um, you know, sometimes the podcasts can t- take a while to really gain traction, but when you do, you get a you get a, an audience. And I know the audience really likes having interaction with the podcast host. So, any way that you can somehow um, keep in contact with listeners, is, is it's been huge for us anyway. We have a, a loyal following. And I think a lot of that is because of the amount of time that I spend on social media uh, really getting to know the listeners. It means a lot to them, and it means a lot to me too. These are actual friendships um, that I've been building through the podcast. So, yeah, you know, I think that's the that I'm having right now, but,
0: though. For me like you you do uh the facebook stuff i am still hesitant i don't and i know linwood sort keeps telling me mm-hmm. you know just go for it but i'm hesitant because my family doesn't necessarily agree with my podcast mm-hmm. uh with me doing it they don't they, i don't believe they've actually heard it or anything like yeah. that um there's certain family members that are supportive mm-hmm. and i I'm, i guarantee that they have listened to it but mm-hmm. um me posting a video and stuff on Facebook. I just, I need it to be a little bit more, um, not professional, but Mm -hmm. more organized before I just post a video. Um, but eventually,
1: yeah,
0: I'll probably get there. I have my Facebook page that, uh, a separate one that I do, um, stuff with. So maybe I'll just post videos on there for that segment for a while. Cause the yeah. um, interviews and stuff that I've conducted with the musicians, the manager has been sharing my stuff for me.
1: Cool. Awesome.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I'm very thankful for that. Thank you, Michael. Good. I'll give a shout out to you real quick. There you go. <laughs> um, and then last question real quick, name three yeah. things in nature yep. you find most beautiful. Uh,
1: I love the ocean Um, I love all animals, big animal freak. Um, and I love the desert. I grew up in the desert. It's funny that I love the ocean and the desert, but, uh, yeah, I grew up in Southern New Mexico. It was just all desert and it was quiet and beautiful. Um, but now living here on the East coast, We're, you know, just like an hour from the beach. And so I've learned to just love, love, love sitting on the beach and watching the waves. So there
0: you go. Okay. All right. How about you? For me, when you're saying that, I was coming up with stuff that was dirty as to why you came up with those. But I don't know why, but it happened. I was like, okay. Okay. So desert, because you think you're hot. Okay. Yep. The ocean, (laughs) because you might be wet for I don't know what reason why I came up with that and then animals because you feel something
1: on me Just
0: right right yeah. that's what i was meaning and then animals because you think that you're an animal with mary got it for sure there it is <laughs> yeah it's all, all related to out. sex
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: as for me the nature i love i love looking at the trees and stuff during a sunset mm, beautiful
1: the Sunrise.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. And I actually like a, um, a light layer of snow in the winter.
1: Oh, okay. The way it,
0: yeah. It glistens. I like that. I don't know if that would be considered like the nature thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love flowers. I love the variety. Um, I grew up actually, uh, and I hated it for a while, but I've been mulching and stuff since I was nine and, uh, kind of gardening. I've lost touch for the past couple of years, but, I grew up doing that stuff, and I love the look, the finishing look. So, yeah, I get that. Uh, my sure. my mom had over a hundred hostas
1: around our uh, property.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you can take hostas and you can split them. So she was yeah. selling them and stuff like that, and they would just grow even bigger. Nice. It was crazy. Yeah, I hated it growing up because we <laughs> had to like work outside and stuff where we could have friends over. So we're like dripping sweat, like Ugh. we gotta take a shower. Yeah. 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 so that was it but those are like the three nature things and I would love to go camping and just show my son like not everything has to be technological yeah you know what what's going to happen if something were to go down and how long would people last we're screwed you know, yeah <laughs> you know and that's why I always try my best and I'm going to try to do a little bit better of like leaving my phone and actually taking my son out not mm-hmm. having to rely on it. The only issue is that I want to take pictures. <coughs> Everyone tends to take it on the phone. hmm Yeah. But uh, eventually that'll happen. Not anytime soon, but, yeah, eventually. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being part of my show. Maybe next time Mary could be on it. It might be a different topic rather than just... Uh, the lesbian life, even though I do
1: wonder how that is. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, she's uh, not around tonight. She's doing some work for her other job. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that that would be great. And I appreciate you um, having me on the show. And good luck with your podcast. Keep pressing forward, and pretty soon you'll be at you'll be at 169 instead of just 69. So yeah, got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully,
1: I will be. Do you have anything to promote? Um, just the podcast. I think I brought that up already. We are Latter Day Lesbian Podcast. You can find it on most major podcast apps. We're on Anchor, Stitcher, um, iTunes, um, Spotify, all of those. We also have a Facebook page called Latter Day Lesbian Podcast. Uh, So yeah, just check us out. Join the discussion. Uh, We have a great time. Um, I don't know. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Thank you.
0: No, no problem. I um, will touch base with you as to when this is put out and everything like that. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to this podcast. So you have a wonderful rest of your night. Okay. Thank you. Nice chatting with you. Uh, You too. Bye. Take care. Bye bye hey everybody if you like the intro music you can hear more and get your own custom beats by contacting me on instagram at music by symphony that's m-u-z-i-k-b-y-s-y-m-p-h-o-n-y once again that's m-u-z-i-k-b-y-s-y-m-p-h-o-n-y